Well, it looks like we're big time. Caleb, yeah, we made it. Uh, potty we break. We made it. Potty break. We're here. Our, I think it's our 18th episode, and we have yeah. hit the. We've hit the top. We have. It Can- only took us 17. That's right. Candace Cameron's brother is here. <laughs> you on know, the show. It, it's been it's been my claim to fame. <laughs> is it? it has <laughs> ever ever, so, ever since Dancing with the Stars, and yeah. uh, you know, I'm DJ's brother. I'm Candace Cameron's brother. Yeah, uh, I'm Chelsea's husband. I, I I'm Mike Seaver. I'm I'm lots of things. Mm-hmm. Well, you're a servant. You have a servant's heart, is what you have. Thank you for noticing. We've got a, a chair stacker here. <laughs> what is it? Like, before I forget, because what is like Dancing with the Stars? What that is? That's got to be crazy for someone's career, right? I mean, well, I guess it is. I've I've uh, because I you care be caught, so much about I, the career, I, don't I, you? I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be caught <laughs> dancing in tights out there. Or, oh. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, it's a kind of a big deal. You know, everybody gets to know who you are real quick. And, and yeah. uh, you know, you might, hey, that's a way you could break into a whole new genre of the audience out there. Yeah. People who don't know the Chick-fil-A song would know, I mean, millions more would know the song. Yeah. Simply because you were out there in yoga pants mm-hmm. and you were dancing with stars. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I, th- I think I could do it. I really do. I, I the 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 mental picture mm-hmm. right now is pretty funny mm-hmm. yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you bring my cigarettes? <laughs> you said you're going to bring them every time Kurt shows up. Carton cigarettes. It's like sweet <laughs> score. This Freebies, man. dude. It's great to see you, man. Thank you, Kurt great Cameron. You are you too. kidding me? This guy's this guy's a monster. But more than that, he's a friend. Right. I don't drop names a lot, but I drop your names, your name quite a bit. Do you? Kirk. <laughs> I was saying with Kirk. Hey, do you remember, the, you remember the last time that I came to your show? Mm-hmm. I was so embarrassed. We came 24 days early. That's right. Remember that? <laughs> That's on Facebook, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Was, the show was like, I forget. Um, it was like the 20th. Uh, the 20th. And you guys, it was on the 3rd. Or something. Yeah, it, no, it was it was on the twenty fourth, I believe, and uh, we were all dressed up, ready to go to your show yeah. on the third. And Chelsea was saying, "Yeah, no, it's Saturday. No, it's Saturday. We're going." Mm-hmm. And so we're we're going. So and we're on our way. And it's not just you and Chelsea. It's you've got a all van of full of kids. We've got our six kids, and so we're we're ready to go to go. Tim Hawkins, yes. And uh, some of so, yeah, some of our favorite jokes. We couldn't wait to hear them again. And so uh, we, were on, we, were, we, were, we were on our way. And then, and then Luke looks at the tickets and he goes, Mom, Mom, it's on the 24th, not the 4th. Like, what? You know, it's a Saturday. Sure enough, Well, Luke I just was got right. done with the show and um, you had, you'd sent me the, the, the video and you guys are just cracking up laughing, I guess, on the way back home. Yeah, we, we sent you a video on the way back home. I did, I did a no-no. I was videotaping myself while I was driving. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to do that. Especially in California, you get big fines for that. No, we're, we're going to get some letters. Is that a law out here? We're going to get some letters. Yeah, and, and it probably should be. I did guess. Did you get some? Right. Did you get that on Facebook a lot? Kirk, that's not you. What are you? Why are you doing that? Why are you? Why doing, are you? Yeah, yeah. I tried to make sure I had a seatbelt. I mean, but. I'm usually a fan, Kirk, and I love what you do, <laughs> and I think that you're gifted by God. But there you go. Here it comes. Here, here it comes. comes. <laughs> here comes. Big bucket of criticism. That's right. But I hate you and you're bad for, for humanity. Why do you do that? <laughs> That's right. Why? I mean, your wife, how? You've got to be a leader. Be a leader, Kirk. Spiritual leader. Spiritual leader. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited that you're here. 
Um, you do. This you is look really... disheveled. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. You're, do I look disheveled? You're, you've got the Didn't... beard, like you know, the five o'clock shadow. Your hair's yeah. It's past. It's like it's past five o'clock. I mean, we're getting to, to midnight now. It's yeah. really long. Are you Are you okay? I just want to make sure. You... <laughs> <laughs> I worry about you. <laughs> You've got a Liberty um, hoodie a, on. You're just upset that I didn't bring the cigarettes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of jittery right now. <laughs> no, I'm doing great. Yeah. Um, this is actually, I, I've been running around uh, pretty crazy lately, mm-hmm. uh, traveling around, and I've got these marriage conferences that I love to do, and, and so we're, mm-hmm. we're helping couples fight for, well, fight for marriage. Well, tell us about that. How did that start? I know that you've been doing them for a while now. Did it start with the Fireproof movie? Yeah, the that Fireproof answer? movie years ago was, uh, you know, it... it it, it struck on such universal themes that so many of us who have been married for any length of time uh, tune into pride, communication, money, yeah, my wife ego. Ha- has, yeah, she's, she, she's yes. been putting up with that for a long time. No, she's the one that does it. I'm oh, like, she's... I'm the, yeah, I'm like, honey, come on. Uh, <laughs> and but, so, yeah. And so, so that, that movie uh, struck a chord and we put together an event and, and brought it to a church. So it took the movie, turned it into a live event, and 9,000 people came over the course of three days, uh, one weekend. Mm. And uh, we, kept, we kept going from church to church to church. So um, my whole point in telling you that story was just, I've come off the road, and so I'm a little disheveled, which simply means I've been relaxing. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't been shaving. It's been awesome. Right. I what, made do you, what do you do when you're home and hanging out? bacon and yeah. eggs and waffles with whipped cream and... Mm-hmm blueberries and walnuts right. and honey and i just yeah. served it up for my yeah. family this that's morning. paleo isn't it i think that's what it's, i've been doing is it, that paleo is that the paleo diet <laughs> i don't remember but that's that yeah that's cool it's good to be home i mean i know that that travel is tough and it, it wears you down and you know airports especially now are yeah. a big or beating so i'm guessing you you fly everywhere right because you live on the west coast so you have to yeah we usually do we usually mm-hmm. fly uh but like you're on a bus most of the time, mm-hmm. aren't you? Yeah. Okay. So we fly to a place like Nashville, and then from there we'll take a bus to a couple cities, and then fly home. Oh, your charter bus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, we charter a bus for a couple days, and right. we fly home. And, and you, you know what else is okay. cool is I bring my two kids with me, so right. we kind of take turns. But uh, usually it's Bella and Anna, or James and Bella, or Jack and Luke, or somebody. Mm-hmm. And so it's great. I get to hang out with them for three or four days, and then go home for a month. Now tell tell the the audience how many kids you have. Six. Yeah. Now, it, now that sounds challenging enough, right? But actually, mm-hmm. uh, mix in with that their ages. So they're right now they're nineteen, eighteen, seventeen, sixteen, fifteen, and thirteen. Yeah. Oh my yes. gosh. <laughs> well, pray for us. At least you That's have help nuts. when you you need help with like a social media. You have a social media question or something. <laughs> oh man, yeah, they're pros. <laughs> That's like six times more likely your phone charger is going to get stolen. <laughs> oh, that, that is an issue in our house. That is a real we're issue. Doing, we're doing the names. You guys write the names on your phone chargers. Oh, Gary King's here, by the yeah. way, everybody. Uh, my good buddy, Gary King. Gary, uh, it's okay. In town, talk. hanging out. You can talk. The funniest person I know. <laughs> He's signing. <laughs> hey, you know sign language? <laughs> that, no. Just a little bit, though. A couple words. I was hoping you were going to do yeah. that the whole time. Sorry. Well, I think you already. Do you know sign language? I don't. Okay, that looked that good. looked like that you knew what you were doing. Right? Yeah, it's it's bad. I don't. It's a good actor at all. Yeah. thank you. <laughs> but Gary's here, and Gary's a, a dear old friend of mine. Kind, uh, of, kind of a big deal. Hanging out from California. Yes, but recently moved to to PA, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Loving it. Do you, and, like, do you uh, like it up there? I do. My wife's from out there. We love it. Okay, yeah, it's my amazing. wife's from Buffalo, so it's kind of up there in that in that yeah, zone. Yeah. Tatanka, sure. We're forty five minutes. Uh, 
Dance of the Wolves reference. Anybody? Tatanka. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, we're 45 <laughs> minutes north of Philadelphia. Okay. In a town called Coopersburg, just south of Bethlehem. We love it. Yeah, she has family out there, so we moved out there. January 1, I was done with Los Angeles, and uh, we left. Yeah. How did you make the switch? How, what flipped the switch? Says, I'm leaving. Um, you're just kind of taking over the show. Yeah. You don't ask oh, the this questions. This is Tim's Kirk. show. I'm sorry. This isn't one of your little, you know, Tim, you uh, weekend churchy things. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk so you can take thing. your 3 million Facebook followers yeah. and just shut your trap right now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> My gosh. That's <laughs> no, awesome. Oh, out of the heart... That's uh, awesome. Uh, now, what were you asking him about? What? How do we how do we snap out well, of it? So we moved from Northern California in 2013 to Ventura, which is paradise. But we moved here and we didn't really know anyone. It was for work. So what we did is, uh, it, oh, when we moved to Ventura, this is going to sound weird. We didn't really feel at home. We mm-hmm. felt ah, uh, this is temporary. So then we always wanted to get back to the East Coast for the last few years. We've been married 14 years. So then we just uh, applied for a position in my company and it worked out and we transferred. So, yeah, and we're loving it. Something doesn't feel quite normal when you can wear swim trunks 11 months out of the year. That, that would, because you said something about that, Gary, about like the changes in the weather and all that kind it's of stuff. It's the same all the time. In fact, our pastor, I went to Reality in Ventura, mm-hmm. our pastor would wear sometimes just board shorts, no shoes, and a t-shirt with his yeah. scraggly hair and his beard and just, I mean, amazing preacher. But we're like, mm-hmm. yeah, that would never fly anywhere else in the world yeah. except Ventura. Does he actually stand on a surfboard yeah. while he's <laughs> preaching the <laughs> he's word? He's actually a really good surfer. Britt Merrick right. I and mean, his family is a, is a surfing I mean, that's uh, the, surfboard company. That's that's the Calvary Chapel right? uh, standard. It's, yeah, exactly. it's surfer dudes, strong Bible teaching. That's yeah. the uniform. That's the, yeah. that's the costume <laughs> yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, but I got ordained. great teaching. <laughs> but if you, didn't, if you just came from like a conservative church, you couldn't get over what he was wearing or how he looked. But mm-hmm. great word, great word. Yeah, and you have to wear sunblock inside. You do. Because it has a, one of those, you know. But that, because radio. you grew up in California, right? Yeah. You've been here forever. I've been here forever. My wife is from New York, Buffalo. Uh, How'd that? Okay. How did she get out here? Well, that was, I'm guessing, the show. She, That's yeah. where you met, right? Yeah. So she, she she worked in New York City for a while, and she uh, she was uh, doing some modeling and acting and stuff there, and hated it, decided to come to California to try her hand at some sitcoms and television shows. And she got the job on Growing Pains, playing Mike Seaver's girlfriend. And that worked out well for me. I stole Mike's girlfriend, got married. We've been married boom. for 25 years. Boom, six kids Wait a later. second, Mike Seaver. Is that your character's name? Uh, y- y- yes. Wait a yeah, I was on a show a long time ago. I know that, but I, growing <laughs> but I forget the character's on, name. Was, you were on this TV? Is, yeah. I just remember that. the perm. Yeah. That's all I'm... Uh, that you threw were, me off. You, that you was Mike a perm, Seaver right? On the show, though, right? You were we all had Seaver. one. I, yes, yes, I remember. Yes, I wasn't. I wasn't Ben. I wasn't Ben. I wasn't Boner. Right. I wasn't Carol. <laughs> I was Mike. <laughs> well, I was. I'm Mike. glad too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You were Mike. I do remember. I'm a. Big, I was a but, big fan. Honest, honest, big fan. Yeah. Well, I'll just have to get you the box set, Tim, and that'll that'll just kind of okay. that'll show you. I probably won't watch it. Um, <laughs> probably won't watch I it. I don't watch DVDs I just, anymore. Hey, <laughs> I just I just wanted you to know why your producers asked me to come on your show. But it's clearly it's you your don't remember. It's your fault that I had a perm mullet. Yeah, I'm just going to lay the blame on you because you did have a perm, right? Uh, we all did. No, I didn't have a perm. That was some, that was some natural curl. You were kind of the bad boy though before bad boys were cool. Likeable, kind of a likeable, li- bad. likeable, likeable bad boy, boy. like mischievous wisecracker. Yeah, not quite Eddie Haskell. A hormone with feet. Yeah, yeah. now you're him. a hateable good boy. <laughs> I'm a hateable. Good you're, boy. you're a hateable good boy. Now. That is that's a great line. That's that's funny. Way to go. I mean, I was I'll, a likeable bad boy. Now I'm a hateable good boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
That's I'm funny. Gonna, let's get the shirts going. I right am. Now. I am. That's what I'm known for now. And that did you honestly well. know the Lord during that show though? Were you uh, a believer? about halfway through? Yeah. I, I started when I was. Did four. the Lord know you? That's yeah. the question. <laughs> That's right. You know, my pastor actually straightened me out on that a long time ago when he really? when I first came to Christ at 17 years old, which was three years into the success of Growing Pains. Yeah. So right in the middle, um, he said, "Hey, Kirk, when when people ask you how did you find the Lord, I want you to remind them." You didn't find the Lord. He wasn't lost. That's right. You were, and yeah. he found you. Come on, somebody. Come yeah. on, somebody. Can I get a witness? That's You're good. not on fire for God. <laughs> God is on fire for you. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Kirk. Yeah. It's good to get. That's always good. Yeah. Jesus juke. Can we know who's on Jesus throne? Juke. Yes, you can. Okay. So uh, I was talking to my wife, and uh, I told her, hey, Kirk's going to be on Tim's mm-hmm. podcast, blah, blah. Did you guys foster or adopt or am I crazy or she thought she had heard something like that yes we did so we have six kids and uh, our first four kids were adopted and there's one of them right there that's Anna and uh, and her friend Emma hi Emma and (laughs) they're uh, just waving they don't want to talk (laughs) and uh, yes we we adopted our first four kids and then and then uh, Chelsea then had two wow that's amazing well done you yeah well thanks yeah we love having a big family. Love it. Yeah. Steph and I, when we were in Ventura, we were down that road. We got uh, approved to foster to adopt yeah. through a, a group there. And then we had a couple of foster children. And then the move happened. So okay. now we have to start all over. Start but that's been the... on our heart for a long time to foster adopt. I think I told you that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my wife was like, oh, tell them that we're big fans. And she loves what you're doing in Hollywood and standing for what's right and all that. So. Yeah, cool. As as the hateable, 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 good, hateable good boy. As the hateable <laughs> good hey, boy. Hey, man, that's hateable a badge honor right there, buddy. That's what we're going to call this Isn't episode. Yeah. Hateable good boy. You guys I, know Kirk? Yeah, goodness. I like it. Yeah, let's call it. Did that. you coin, is that, am I just behind the times, or did you coin that phrase? Just now. I think that just happened. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Kirk Hammond's a great guy. Yeah, but I hate him. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, whatever. <laughs> it seems like now if people, if you're seen negatively in the media or whatever, for whatever reason, it's like, oh, I like that guy. Yeah. <laughs> there must be something good about yeah, exactly. that. But you don't, you don't back down, man. You're a hero, dude. You really yeah. are. That's not a joke. You, you like, you well, know, you just, I hear what you're saying. It's, it's I mean, right now you I, don't look like, <laughs> I mean, I, you don't look like a superhero now. Gosh, do we have a razor or something? You look homeless. <laughs> hey, Chris, did I not text you and ask you the question? Will there be any cameras? Only on our phones. He said I don't no. think I got it. I don't think I got a text back. So I was just, I was always hoping, <laughs> but you had to bring it up. What's that? The... My scruffiness, my unpresentable features. No. Hey, no, I, you, you're, you're, I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> it's just um, you're always like this. It's like you turn on me every so time negative. you get. You know, I, I remember. I remember uh, when I when I first became a Christian. I was 17 years old, and uh, my desire has never been to be. Con- I don't like being front- confrontational with people, mm-hmm. but I I felt that part of the deal when you signed up to be a Christian was I was a sinner. There was a gracious God in heaven who was who who sent His Son to die for me to pay the price for my sin, he took it seriously. And that my uh, response was to live in a way that would be honoring to God, even when it was difficult. So I thought that was part of the deal that, uh, uh, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and he'll give you the things that you need as you seek to honor him. Um, you know, honor the Lord and, and he'll honor you. So my, my, uh, my motivation was never to like, uh, upset people or to really, you know, uh, 
you know, be, be someone that people didn't like. It was just to be living my life in a way that would say, thank you, God, I mm. want to do the right thing. Yeah. And I've never, you're, you're, you're a person, I've never seen somebody comfortable in their own skin like you. That's what, that's what first hit me when I, when I met you was that this guy is just so easy going and you know, it's not no pretension, which is kind of weird being on the West coast. I don't mean to judge. Yeah, it's the, you know, I understand. It's the, it's I mean, the, I come from the Midwest where there's no pretension. There yeah. needs to be some pretension. <laughs> right. I mean, yes. you can't go to Walmart looking like that. Yeah. You got to have a little That's bit. Right. Pretend a little bit. Yeah. Pretend you care. There's negative pretension. That's right. And I'm from California, the land of loose nuts and bolts. Yes. So yeah. it's, you know. Yeah. We're going to cut that out of the show. That's uh, that's hate speech. <laughs> okay. So we got to cut that out. No, I, that, that's really interesting, though, because I'm the same way. I hate conflict. I mean, I'm like, I, I don't like it when I stop at a stop sign the same time somebody else does, because then we got to figure that out. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Here's another thing. When I'm going through the checkout line in the grocery store, yeah. and you have, they have those little dividers, I'll put my stuff, like the divider, by their stuff, but I'll give them even some more space just not to intrude. Yeah. Just to make, right. You know, right. Right. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, I wish I had a little bit of that in me, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, I just, I just always, I, that really struck me about you. There's uh no pretentiousness, just very loving and you, you know, you know, accepting. What? I, um, my, my wife is amazing and she's comes out of Buffalo, New York. And so when she came to California, uh, you know, she wasn't a Mike Seaver fan. She simply was going to college, trying to pay her way through school. And, uh, you know, so she got on the show and she was ready to head back, but it, but it worked out and, and we ended up getting married. And she's so unpretentious. She's so not mm-hmm. aware of herself. She is so not trying to impress or, or, or anything. And I think that's what right. makes her so attractive to me mm-hmm. and so beautiful is that she's just who she is yeah. no matter who's around. Yeah. And uh, gosh, I hope that that's rubbed off on me. Yeah, maybe it has a little. Thank you. My wife, uh, she came to me the other day, and she was just staring in my eyes for like a long time. And I was like, "It was awesome," but I realized she was using my sunglasses for a mirror. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, so it wasn't like she was to, lost in I love. I think we need to come to one of your little doodads on the weekends and just you know, <laughs> exactly. just tune it up a little bit. You know, yep, a little yep. maintenance, a little tune up. That's the thing about marriage. Well, that's the thing about marriage, and I, I've heard this analogy, but it, it, it's like you know, you tune up your car, you maintain your car, but marriages, we just kind of sometimes don't really maintain them that's right so i mean is yeah. that yeah and i think that some people come uh, i mean i don't know I, I personally would feel a little awkward going to a, a a marriage conference um i love spending time alone with my wife but i think uh for a lot of people it's it's sort of an admission that uh we're having troubles mm-hmm. we got a and, problem and i'm not here. sure i want to admit that in yeah. front of all these people yeah. but but uh the truth is uh what, the things that i do i just say no it just this is just means that uh, you, this is your declaration that I love my wife, mm-hmm. I love my husband, right? And, and, and we want this to be strong because we have way too much riding on this, too mm-hmm. much skin in the game. We got right. kids. Yeah. yeah. And so- um, That's it, I'm going. Great. When, are, when are you in Pennsylvania next? I'm in. I don't know. Yeah. Go to, you got to check out the website. I don't know. Here, well, that's go. the thing about church. Always people say church people are hypocrites. I'm like, well, p- people going to church are admitting they need help. Yeah. You know? My pastor used to say, uh, oh, Christian, people say that Christians are all, church is all full of hypocrites. And he's like, hey, there's always room for one more. One more. Come on uh-huh. in. Come on in. The water's Good one. Five. High five. High five. <laughs> That's right. God's not on fire for you. <laughs> no, you're not on fire. No, no. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I was asking Lord, hey, Lord, I'm praying for Tim Hawkins. Yeah. God said, who? I'm just kidding. So uh, do you want, um, do you want to talk politics? What do you want to do? I don't know. How do you feel about talk Trump, about, Kirk? Is he your guy? Do we, we don't have to talk yeah. about that if you don't want to. 
and we can cut it out if you don't like it or if you just like don't feel comfortable with it but i don't know we don't really talk politics much i just don't feel very knowledgeable i'm we just, sad that ted cruz is out of the race i'm just gonna say it like we just, Kirk we just yeah. shoot from the hip so yeah. whatever you want to talk mm-hmm. about yeah sure sure do you, do you really care? Do you care? You do you care right now? That was awesome. I care a lot. Okay. I care a lot. Nice. So what, I, I'd like to say something helpful. Right. Um, so, so I think about this a lot. Obviously, I've got kids, you've got kids, and mm-hmm. the future of the Republic, uh, this isn't a Star Wars, uh, you know, thing. This, this, we, <laughs> that's right. right. We, we, we live in a democratic Republic. Yeah. And um, to, to understand how, how, civilizations and, and uh, nations and empires survive, uh, you've got to understand a little bit of politics. And some people say, oh, I'm a Christian. Like, I, this world is not my home. Politics are so ridiculous. I've checked out. I'm not even dealing with them. But someone once said uh, to me, politics are like a dirty diaper. And if you're a parent, you know that the worst thing you do with a dirty diaper is just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't leave dirty diapers alone. You change them. And politics uh, are similar. Unless the child is being ornery and deserves it. <laughs> some, some of my kids, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to leave it on there for yeah, a couple right. of days. That's going to be hot later. <laughs> yeah. You're going to know right. where, yeah. That's going to leave a mark. Yeah, okay. So, so you know. Where, and, dirty and, diaper? And so. Uh, that's actually a good analogy. Although but, he's making but, fun but, of it, it's good. But And to that point, God says judgment is mine. Mm. Right? Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And, and uh when nations are in disobedience to God and nations are in rebellion to God into his ways, uh, there may be judgment uh, impending. But as, as uh, people who are all on this ship called America, I want to do all that we can uh, to see that it doesn't sink because we're, we're on it. Yeah. And as long as I've got kids and grandkids in the future, I want to do what I can to help right the ship, course mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think some people are... are are, 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 have a perspective of saying, you know what, I don't like either one of these candidates, right? Like, I, I, there's mm-hmm. nobody up there. Well, that's, that's partly our fault. That's partly because we as a generation are raising up the kind of people and setting the standards for the type of people that ultimately make it to the end. Someone's, someone wisely said, uh, we don't get the form of government we want. We get the form of government we resemble. Mm. And if you think that through a little mm. bit, it's, it's, it's really true. And so what, what I think we need to be thinking is not who, who do we elect as king that's going to fix our problems in this nation. Um, newsflash, we already have a king. His mm, name is Jesus, right. and he wasn't voted into office or elected by the media, and he can't be duped, and you can trust him. He keeps his word. Right. He understands national policies, borders, welfare, and education. What we need is for the church to remember who she is and whose she is and engage in the culture and rebuild the nation from the bottom up and the inside out yeah. from the dinner tables right, and right, your right. house all the way up to the white house. But that's a long-term plan. Yeah. And so when we look at who do we vote for? Well, I say vote for the person who is not intending on tanking the ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if one is going to drive it into the right. iceberg, that gives us no time to Fix what needs right, to be fixed right. in the crew, who right. is really the solution. Right. Go for the one who's going to take us around the icebergs, at least has a plan for that, to give us time to say, this is our fault. We need to rebuild our churches, our families, our education systems, and, and yeah. everything else, and start putting God's ways into practice everywhere throughout the culture. But I think you're right. I think people still, and it's like the Old Testament, people want a king. You know, yeah. God wanted to be their king, but they still, yeah, but you need to give us a king. 
That's and right. I think that we do that in our churches too. I think we do that. Well, give us a king who's the pastor. You know, we need yeah. somebody. We just, and it's almost like we don't want to take responsibility. I mean, is that, I, yeah, it's like good. we want to push it on somebody else. And well, it's not my fault. Yeah. Well, you're right. It really is. <clears throat> it's, it's, we get what we resemble. And, yeah. you know, and that's then, right. And, and when I think of uh, the, the pilgrims who came over here 400 years ago, they showed up on a boat that with a, with a, with a cracked beam holding up the mast two months into the winter uh, with no one around. And all they had was uh, their wives, kids, and a Bible. And they built the greatest nation on earth mm-hmm. out of a wilderness. Mm-hmm. You know, here you and I are standing here uh, in, a, in a virtual paradise yeah. with iPhones in our hands and podcasts. And we can destroy the greatest nation just by continuing to be mm-hmm. as... Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Dak Shepard. I'm joined by Minister Mouse, Monica Padman. Hi there. We have a really fun show we want you guys to join. Uh, we talk to celebrities and professors and lawyers and doctors and very smart, interesting people. And we find out how messy their lives have been, how many twists and turns it took to get to where they're at, and a general exploration on the messiness of being a human being. And of course, Monica's, you'll get updates about her. Love building life. project, love life, <laughs> you name it. So if you want to join us, please follow Armchair Expert to get new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Plus, find your other favorite podcasts free on Spotify. Apathetic. You said maybe yeah. lazy mm-hmm. uh, and uneducated about how do we how do we move forward into the future uh, with strength and security yeah. in the Lord? Well, I think what you're doing, too, with the marriage stuff is just that's. I mean, don't you think the family, family is the foundation of, of a, of a healthy society, at least, you know, I, I agree with I mean, you. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's the I building think. block, right? I mean, that, cause that seems to be where most of the problems coming with crime and all that stuff. It's just from brokenness and families, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So. so if we want people of character, um, you know, you, you can't have freedom without virtue. Our founding fathers said that. You, you can't rightly govern a nation without God and the Bible, mm-hmm. George Washington said. Why? Because freedom requires virtue. If you give people freedom without virtue, they'll do things uh, freely that are bad. Right. And then you need someone else to come in with a gun or, mm-hmm. or something and control them. Then you lose your freedom. Right. Uh, and so um, where is that virtue taught? The virtue is taught at the family level, at your dinner table. That's right. If mom's screaming at dad and dad's screaming at mom and we yeah. can't keep commitment to the Lord and one another, well— everything's kind of off the table and those kids grow up and just be big, you know, versions of what they saw in their house. Yep, Mm -hmm. That's good. So families, yeah, I agree with you. Foundational, totally foundational. Huge, right. And that's why, Tim, I appreciate that so much about you. You're such a family guy. You you don't like to, uh, you know, admit it all the time, but you really love your Mm -hmm. wife. And I know you really love your kids. And I've met your wife and your kids. Why do you say that? I don't, uh, of course I love my wife. (laughs) What am I, like Archie Bunker or something? <laughs> Get out of here. I know you really love your wife. And of course, yeah, I know. I'm and just... I, love, I, love that, I love that family is such a priority to you. And you know what? It shows yeah. in your kids. Yeah, he's a good You're, dad. He is a good Proof's dad. Proof's in the Very pudding. Yeah, it, it, it really is. I think the kids are like, that's the proof. How you doing as a, as a right. parent? At least to give them at least security or of feelings of confidence and things like that. I yeah. think that our yeah. kids know that we like them. You know, not only love them, we like them. And yeah. we... Want to spend time. And my parents did that for me. I mean, I never heard a coarse word from my parents ever. Never. Really? To my face. I mean, yeah, as far as I know. You should write a book. That's amazing. Never. I've heard a lot. Have you? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know my story. I was raised in a really jacked up childhood, but um, which brings me to a question to you. What do you say to 
single moms, single dads that are in the church. I love what you just said, but a lot of our society and our churches are not that way. You know, they're run by single moms in this. How do we, and I see the church doing it more and I don't mean to take this to a really political place, but how do you see the church bringing those in? Because when we talk the way you just said, and which I fully agree with, how do we incorporate single moms, single dads, people that are struggling outside the you know nucleus of a mom and dad and a few children? Because I think that's where we have to go as a society to, because they almost feel on the fringe. We have to bring yeah. them in. How do we do yeah. that? And I know you're, of course you're for that. I'm not saying uh, you're not. Balloon obviously. animals. Yeah. <laughs> I think that brings, uh, that would bring me in. Just yeah. some kind of balloon bring animal. Them on in. Don't you feel like that? You're at a yeah. carnival or something? I don't really want to go in there. Balloon animals. I'm, I'm in. in. I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. So Sign balloon me. animals, what else? Yep. Sweets, like a bowl Inclusion. of M&Ms maybe? Funnel cakes are good. Funnel cakes. My wife's a big fan. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm just got to add some levity. You, you do. Just, yeah, I, I know that, that was, was a, little, a little heavy. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But, what do you think, uh, Kurt? Yeah, this almost turned into Dr. Phil's podcast, right? didn't it? <laughs> Dr. Uh, Kurt. Listen, watch this video. You're a mess. <laughs> You got one finger pointed at him. There's three pointed back at you. We'll be right back. <laughs> that was funny. And I did not awesome. mean to take it to a heavy place, but no. um, I agree with what you said there, Kirk, fully. Um, well, I, that's such a good question. And, and uh, God bless all of the single moms out there yeah. who are yeah. struggling to raise kids and... Uh, you know, bring home the bacon and fry it up in the pan yes. and do everything else. Uh, and the single fathers that are out there a- as well. The thing that gives me hope and comfort is to know that God is, uh, he, he is in the business of uh, repairing broken people yeah, yeah. and broken families right. yeah. and uh, broken lives. In fact, he raises the dead. Yeah. So he, he brings things uh, to being out of nothing. Yeah. And so, uh, the, God's grace, I've, I've seen it over and over uh, with, with people, is sufficient to take care of those things. Yeah. And one person in a relationship, I mean, there's people who are married who have uh, very difficult situations. They're physically married, but one of them is checked out. And I've seen situations where one person in the marriage, just a mom, she's practically, you know, speaking, a single parent. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But her faithfulness, uh, fully devoted to God, is, produces miracles in the family. Yeah. And can uh, be then used by God to bring about change in her spouse's life. That's good. And so, um, I don't think you have to have the perfect structure, the ideal structure. That that broke in the Garden of Eden. And God has been on a redemption and rescue mission ever since. And he is restoring all things. That program has been going on in earnest and with worldwide success for 2,000 years. Yeah. Since Christ uh, landed. That's good. Yeah. That's and I've good. been, t- you know, and I think people are freaking out now. And I've been saying on stage, it's like, there's nothing new under the sun. I mean, you think about Rome 2000 years ago, just how messed up that whole society was, just how it just collapsed onto itself, you know? Absolutely. And yeah, but things, things were nuts. I mean, you don't want a baby, you just leave it on the wall to die, you know? I Absolutely. mean, it was just scary that's right and and you but, know I've, I've got a good friend tim um his name is uh dr marshall foster and, and he's a historian and he would say the exact same things that you're saying that that the default behavior of human cultures without christ is leave the baby on the wall throw it in the river lo- leave your wife or get 10 more mm-hmm. and uh you know the idea of loving your neighbor as yourself of honoring your wife by laying down your life mm-hmm. for her 
uh, caring for her as your own body. These, these are, are concepts that were uh, revolutionary when Christ came, but, uh, Nothing is new under the sun when it comes to depravity. It's mm, been there in yeah. Rome. It's been there in Greece. It's been there in Egypt. It's been there in China. It's been there everywhere. Mm, but yeah. when the gospel comes, it renews the heart, which then right changes now. the mind yeah. and then flows out to marriage, family, culture. That's good. Yeah. It's good stuff, man. I feel like I owe you money right now for just giving that wisdom. So, you, so that I could buy a razor and <laughs> give myself a shave? Can I take you to CVS right now and just get you cleaned up just and give you maybe a bowl of soup or something? <laughs> Just something. I just feel like he's ruthless, man. This guy, he's ruthless. I'm trying to grow out so I can get your buddy's beard (laughs) here. Caleb's Caleb's beard is it's a good beard. Did you ever have a full beard, Kirk? I did. Did you? I did. Didn't you do a film where where you were like all buff and like? What are you uh, saying? Do I look skinny and weak now? A little, not you know. (laughs) Yeah, like you're in a boy band, maybe, or. (laughs) <laughs> like a little boy man. Like they're the guy who sets in volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's awesome. No, but you were like you did a movie recently where you're all yes, I love that. Look at that. We Whoa, gotta we gotta put that picture awesome. on, on the potty really break you? on Twitter. That's really me. That is hard. What was that for? What was that? He, that was, okay, I'm looking at a picture of Kirk. That's it. I'm he's sorry. wearing a big Eddie Bauer puffy jacket and he's total that full beard. Website. That's amazing. And almost bald. You shaved your head for that. That's I killer. shaved my head. Was that for a movie? Send that to yes. me. We'll put that on the Twitter, on our Twitter page. All right. Okay. You can send that to me? Making a very strange yeah, face. <laughs> what was that What was that movie? Uh, this is a oh. movie that I just made. It's called uh, Kill the Dragon, Get the Girl. And Kill the Dragon, Get the Girl um, is really about a, 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 a creepy farmer out in the, the field of Idaho who is um, nice. Nice beard. Continue. He's showing, he's showing his us beard. pictures on his phone. I have a great beard, too. And he takes some teenage kids down oh, a yeah, sinkhole in a field in Idaho to rescue a school bus full of children mm-hmm. that was captured by a dragon years ago. Kill the Dragon, Get the Girl. It's a fun movie. Cool. Fun to do. So, anyway. When is it no. out? Uh, we don't know. We still need, we got some editing to do. We got some music to add. We got all kinds of things. So is that so, something you wrote or your no, concept or is that? No, it was a friend's concept. Okay. Uh, but I played the farmer with the bald head and the beard and the muscles. And, mm-hmm. uh, I had really thick Scottish accent, which was really, Aye, which right. was really fun to Aye, do. Great. Now to buff up, what did you do? Did you eat pancakes and work out? What did you do? Yeah. Pancakes don't do it. That just buffs up your stomach. It takes your six okay. pack and turns it into one big uni pack. Oh. The, pan- so, the pancakes. Okay, so you did like <clears throat> like protein shakes. So and you stuff? do the protein shakes. You know, you 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 work out a lot. You just yeah. That did kind you do? Of thing. Did you do steroids? <laughs> I did. did I, you? Controversy. I I think I'd be too scared to do them. I think it would just sort of like shrink my brain or something. And um, like I don't know what it does. Uh, no judgment here. None at all. But that's then it's called. Kill, Kill the, the dragon, get, get the girl, <clears throat> get the girl. Which, which by the way, uh, all right for for you little thi- for for little. I call you little. You're not little, but you you <laughs> for you, you little you little, little deal, you people <laughs> for, for for you theology <laughs> buffs. I can geek out on theology if you if, if we want to go there. We will. Let's go there. So yeah, so, so kill the dragon. Start get the, the girl. car. We're going to theology. Just a minute. Hold on. Get in the car, kids. We're going to theology. Kirk's taking us. All right. He knows the way. Question. <clears throat> I know he doesn't look like someone we would trust. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, oh, so, man. so what's you had a right, thought. Finish right, your here, thought? Here's the thought. Qu- question. Here, question for you. And there's no r- r- right or wrong answer here per se. But what's the message of the Bible in a sentence? 
can can give take a stab. I what? love here it is. And here, honestly, tell, tell I, me, I love this. I was blind, now I see. Okay. Make okay. Because that um, guy couldn't I've got explain it, it right, right here. Right Go. here. Obey your thirst. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so silly, it, it is. Think about it. No, I was blind and now I see because when, when they asked that guy, hey, what happened to you? Explain. He's like, I, I don't know. I was blind and now I see. You want to know? Go talk to him. I, that's one of my favorite stories in the Bible. But you yeah. have a thought and you're going somewhere with it. I want to hear what your answer is to that. Kill the dragon. Get the, get girl. the girl. Here's why. <clears throat> because the, de- the Think of the Bible. The who's, the, who's the dragon? The devil. That's right. Satan. Who's the girl in the story of we the Bible? Are the bride. Church. The bride of Christ, the church, right? And so that's the whole story of redemption from Genesis to Revelation. It's about the kingdom of God on earth. And uh, Adam was put there, boom, set it up, go take dominion. And uh, the devil comes in and then it's, Jesus says, I came to kill and destroy the works of the devil and to rescue his bride. I don't mean to throw a wrench in the gears. How is that different than Lord of the Rings? That's all, where we all. got it. <laughs> That's where we got it. I thought we we're having a theology discussion. That's I right. thought, here's what I'm going to say. He's just plugging the movie. That's right. The That's real right. answer is the real answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, I mean, just, just, I love like Hollywood's <laughs> ripped off that theme for years. Yeah, See, well, you know, another movie is yeah. uh, Dances with Wolves. That's been done ten different times. We talked about it twice. That's today. right, Avatar. Boom. That was Dances with Wolves with blue people from That's outer right. space. Avatar was amazing. The same story. It yeah. is. You know why I think it works. You know why I think it works over and over and over. Uh, King Kong, Star Wars, Spider Man, mm-hmm. kill the dragon, get the girl. There's always a beast. Yeah. Kill it, get the girl. Who? Why does it work? I think that it's because it is the story of the ages. I think it's the story that the that the author has embedded into the universe because it is the story of his redemption of earth. It's in our hearts. And, That's right. And the kingdom. And That's I think it, it resonates in the human heart and yes. it always will. And if you try to reverse it and you try to make the dragon, you know, run off with the girl or the girl dies and the dragon, you, you messed that up. Because yeah. you messed that up. It, That's like, it's the worst what is this dragon ever? doing in my car? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Ugh. You got to go with the theme that, 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 that's written. She's very scaly. <laughs> in your heart. I, I got the wrong thing. It's got, hot in here. I got it mixed around. Oh, I killed the girl. Dang it. <laughs> hey, Tim, we're doing dinner orders. What do you want from Panda Express? Panda? Chinese yep. food. Chicken teriyaki? Uh, Kirk, you want something? I'm I'm good. A bowl of soup for Kirk <laughs> and, a, and a razor, and a razor, razor and a some of, shirt, some broth, yeah. and uh, a washcloth, <laughs> and uh, some Altoids would be awesome. A brush. I want um. Give me a kung pao chicken. He's ruthless. He is. No. Did you want to talk theology? What's going on? Is there something? No. No. You don't want to kill do? the dragon, get the girl. That's what I was. Yeah, talking, okay. That's all I was talking yeah. about. That's but that's story. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. People love story. That is true. We do. And that's. That hits us on every level, emotionally, spiritually, socially, everything. That's really good, honestly. I'm, yes, I'm he's, he's really I'm awesome. I, I didn't come up with that. I've got, I got friends smarter than me that help with these things. Well, you do, and it's like you've partnered up with these guys, like with Monumental, which is a great movie. Love that movie. Monumental. Oh, I'm glad you liked that. I really did. We, we, we loved it, and it was very, just so educational. I just loved learning, and it was, it was, you did it really well done. Thank you. Good stuff. So is that, I mean, is that what you're going to keep doing? I mean, where you're... I want to keep, keep making movies that I want to keep making movies. These types um, of themes. I really like these kinds of themes. Um, you know, it like you, the things that are, uh, you know, pinging in your own mind and are, and are, you know, really keeping you up at night are the things that you probably incorporate into your work. And mm-hmm. so for me, I'm thinking about where we're going as a nation. I'm thinking about my kids. I'm thinking about the church. I'm thinking about, 
uh, relationships. And so faith and family and um, our, our, the, the story of liberty from, you know, the beginning of time on through to, to today and into the future are important to me. And so I like making passion projects that I care about. And so that, that for me, that's, that's movie making. That's cool. And, uh, and, and I love, I love being with people. If I did a movie, which I want to, would you be in it? If I, would you Heck yeah. be in it? I'm, I'm writing one. It's called Breaking the Chains. It's about disc golf. It's like disc golf. Frisbee golf. Yeah. It's called Breaking the Chains. Are you being for real? I am being yeah. for real. Oh. I wanted, that's kind of my dream. But would you be in it if I? Absolutely. In a heartbeat. Yeah. I would love it. I don't have, you know, when I did, I did the movie with you, Mercy Rule, you uh, set us up at Disneyland or whoever did for yeah. three days. Yeah. Did you guys have fun? We had a blast. It cool. was fantastic. We fall in love with that place. Yeah, it is pretty fun. <laughs> it's awesome. it's, there's no place like Disneyland. <laughs> there is it. Happiest place on the you know, I broke my foot at Disneyland. You know, there's a whole secret part of Disneyland that like nobody gets to go in. If you have certain secret access, there's a whole underwar- underground Disneyland and restaurants really with, un- with unmarked doors that Hashtag you can blessed. get in like uh really what's it called magic 33 yes 33 Club 33 Club 33 above the uh pirates of the caribbean Par- yeah you see people eating dinner inside yes. that when you're floating yeah. around the boat it's above the, uh, <clears throat> wait a second blue bayou but you, you can't, can't get, get in, in there. there you cannot how do you, you get cannot. in how do you, you have to join be the club? invited to join the club and it's like a hundred grand it's or something ridiculous. like that as your membership and then you can go in there it's a big deal. It's a really big deal. You have to be deal. invited. You can't even go. So when it's you're so on Pirates of the Caribbean and you're going through that and there's that restaurant, that's no, the no, one no. you're talking that's about. That's Blue Bayou. But if you look up, up, when you're on the main street and you're in front of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, you look up, there's people eating in that room up there. That's Club 33. There's a door right next to the entrance of Pirates of the Caribbean. It just says the letters, thir- uh, numbers, <laughs> 33. That's it. That's how you get in the club. I heard there's no bouncer. There's a dragon. That <laughs> and a girl. It keeps you out. And a girl. Dragon. You have to the kill girl. the dragon. Get the girl. Why is it called then Club, you can go 33. Club 33? Is 33 a Disneyland thing? I've never <clears> been to <throat> Disneyland. I've just been to Disney World. Somebody needs to Google that. I think it has to do with the Mickey Mouse ears. And I'm and Google serious. it. And send Google us it. and email us here at the Tim Hawkins now, podcast. So wait a second. Is there anything? What else is? Club 33. First one to give us the correct answer gets tickets to Tim's new show. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Four tickets. Is that too many? <laughs> call it now. Go ahead, Four. call it. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Hi, I'm uh, caller four. Did I win the tickets? <laughs> I'm giving away prizes on somebody else's show. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was calling in about the tickets. Uh, yeah, I was going to bring my family there. And, uh, uh, I love Disneyland. It's a fun place. We love to, have to go and eat turkey legs. And, uh, love it. Do they have balloons there? They got some balloons. Is Mickey there? I was going to bring some family. <laughs> yeah, I like to call because um, is Tim Hawkins there because I want to go to this show. Is, am, am I the right caller? Is Tim there right now? Am I on the radio? Hello, I love you, Daddy. It's my song. My album comes out next week. Please tell Tim I love him. Are you a pilot, ma'am? You sound like a pilot. <laughs> Such a weirdo. Oh, there's a 33. Is that 33 you're talking about? Yes. I was, I was just trying to figure out what accent that was. What, what nationality I, I, it was, was that? It was Filipina, and then it rolled into Hispanic. Okay. I call my it. wife sometimes with a Filipino lady, and she it's, doesn't know it's me. It's, and, uh, it's Philispanic. It's Philispanic. <laughs> <laughs> I, do that, I do that sometimes. I'll start doing that, and then I'll go into Italian. 
Yeah, I love it. The German. It's pasta there because I want to pick to uh, pasta. I want to have uh, pasta. <laughs> That's a little Filipino so right good. there. That's great. Do you have any uh, pancetta because I want to pick to uh, pasta, please? Oh, God bless you. <laughs> and they don't say, I, I was in the Philippines, and they don't say the word actually. It, it, they say, they say actually. Well, actually, because uh, the pastor was speaking about the Lord, and actually, the word of God is true. The word of God. You're gonna have to cut the word this out. You know that. Nope. No, this is it's all staying almost in. offensive. No, it's all staying Caleb's in. got some voices. He's he Go. was working on. Uh, I'm okay. not. I'm not that kind of guy. Like Wait. it's not like a do it now. No, no, we have no. to. Yeah, that's true. Okay, but I wish do one I, of our favorite I, voices. You really need to. Dude, you're not like that either. Point, though. You're not. You're not like a dance monkey guy. That's true. But I just I so love your your Korean voice. I so love it. Oh, yeah. So prepare for it. You're so you, gotta, you, you, gotta, you know how you I get him Korean to do it? Voice. Here's how I get him to do it. I'll do it wrong. He'll do it. No, you do it like this. <laughs> Watch out, Rookie. I got this. Your, son's, do British voice. Boy. Your son's British voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, Levi. Yeah. yeah, people are about to like knock down Tim's door to his house really to get to get uh, Levi back on the You know, Levi Kirk, the, uh, yeah. Le- yeah. he does. He was on one of our first shows, and he has this character <laughs> called Spoiled Rich Kid. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on the first episode with Bob Smiley. If you he does a British voice, and he, what, got what's a, his a horse's horse. name? Gliffrey. Gliffrey. He, he has a Clydesdale named Gliffrey, oh, and it's just, he comes up with this stuff. <laughs> it's like, magic. Where it's, did you come from? It's absolutely brilliant. It's really solid. Do the Korean person, please. Say, I need like some context or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Like we can have a conversation. So, what'd you get at In and Out last night? Did you get any? Oh, American boy, I had uh, I had animal style fry. <laughs> I had a uh, protein style with lettuce. <laughs> Uh, no tomato, a uh, long time, get some lemon, uh, water, and I uh, you know, ice long time, we go to three day, three day row, three day in a row, uh, third time charm, what they tell me over here. Didn't you have to take uh, back your food? You had to take it back, something's wrong, but they say... Uh, yeah, Somebody. two nights ago, I go there and they give it over and I say, no, I, I order protein style only with, with lettuce and they give me bun instead, no bread, I don't want bread. So you weren't comp- complaining? Oh yeah, I wasn't complaining or anything. But I just uh, that is so yeah, offensive. Not complaining. Oh, hey, my mom's Korean, buddy. That's not funny at all. That is no, that is amazing. Man. Oh my god, do you got a voice? Kirk, do you got a voice? Yes, you do. Oh, you're Scottish. Should we ask your kids? Does he have a voice? He does. Do the Scott voice. You know, you know what I end up doing. You know what's you know what's actually embarrassing to my children. Yes, is whenever no. I'm talking to somebody. Who is Mexican American or I know where this uh, is going. Russian American yep. or something? I start to speak yes. in broken English, oh, yes. and I do it subconsciously. I do the same Oprah thing. calls it an empathizing, and I do the same thing. Oh, my wife okay. makes so this it's is called a, an empathize. It's a real this is, thing. This is a real thing. Em- yeah. Oprah, okay. I thought I, I was the only one. If I would talk to somebody from the south, I talk, start talking with a little bit of a twang. Yeah. When I'm in Jersey, I got to talk and I got to tell people my name is Gary. Right, Gary. Right. For real. <laughs> Gary. 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 They Gary. don't understand you. If you. When I call people, this is Gary from Richard Brothers, and they're like, "Who? It's Gary. Who? It's Gary. Oh, really? So my wife makes fun of me because I begin to speak like them. It's called an empathizing. Yes. Uh, it's empathizing speech. I do the same yes. thing. Yeah. She's like, "Who are you? Yeah. No, I did the same thing. I'll be on the phone, like, and I'll hang up. And like, Dad, was that person a Mexican? <laughs> yeah. Dad, was that person Filipino? <laughs> Was, was that was that person Russian? Yeah, yeah I get off with customer support. Dad, who was that? Did, 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 yeah. did they were helping me with my phone? And he was very helpful. 
He will dedicate good to good and very nice, very nice to me. Dad, I'm sorry, gosh. So I think I did that the other day. But it's not like you're not mocking them. But no, no, you feel like they can speaking the same language. They can understand you better. You want number two? You want number two? No, I don't want number one. Number one, I want number one. Why am I doing this? Oh, it's terrible. It's a disease. But I'm telling you, it's a real thing, and I do it. And I'm I hear myself doing like, oh, stop. But I yeah. feel like they're going to understand me better. I want to. And then I think that they. Then I'm afraid that they think I'm mocking. Yes. And I'm not. I'm not. No. <clears throat> I'm not at all. Well, it's the same thing. as like when you're talking to somebody who knows no English, you think they're going to understand if you say it very slow. <laughs> Where's the restroom? I, oh, I'm sorry. Where's the restroom? <laughs> Where's the Slurpee machine? Like if a Japanese guy came up to me. (laughs) 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 Oh, the Dundee Hapa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Thank you for saying it slower. (laughs) This is wrong, Uh, I think. Are we supposed to talk about this? Is that your foreign guy who yells at his kids at Disneyland? A foreign guy. (laughs) (laughs) No pay money. You cry. (laughs) <laughs> we talk about I uh, do a joke it's Disneyland we love it because you get to see parents freak out on their kids in every language <laughs> no pay money you cry <laughs> oh man that is so true oh, you gosh. know you don't know what they're saying but they're you know it's good times I, I remember when we, we go down to um, a place called Callaway Gardens in Georgia each summer for mm-hmm. a camp that my wife and I um have been hosting called Camp Firefly. Yes, you're talking about that. I remember that, yeah. So we go down there, and uh, I remember going down there, and I heard something I had never heard before. I went went into this little, like, roadside shop, and we went in there, there's this jar full of yellow liquid with these, like, I don't know, they look like bamboo shoots or something in there. (laughs) And I asked him, I said, what what, what is that? He goes, oh, that that, there's yellow root. It's great for mouth ulcers. (laughs) And I said, what? what? I said, what what is that? That, There's yellow root. Yellow root. Yellow root. Yellow root. Yeah. That, that's great for mouth ulcers. Mouth, for mouth ulcers. <laughs> I thought he said, I was like, wow. I thought he said mild sauces. <laughs> so you buy it and you're like, this didn't make a mild sauce at all. <laughs> but my mouth feels better. <laughs> I didn't know what he said. I thought it was that a was... disease that we weren't aware of. Mouth ulcers. Say it again, please. Mouth ulcers. <laughs> <laughs> That's See, great. the great Kirk Cameron say mouth. Mouth. It's the best thing that ever happened to me just now. It's <laughs> amazing. That was the I could die happy now hearing you say <laughs> mouth ulcers as a George. Mouth. <laughs> Are you asked to do a lot of accents for roles? No. No, I, I haven't been. I'm not asked to do a lot of roles. Uh that's why I make my own movies. Nice. And so uh but this was really fun. I thought it'd be great to do a character that was just really great. So this guy had a thick Scottish accent. I actually worked for months with a dialect coach to try to get down all of the, the nuances of a Scottish Did he have accent. like a whistle around his neck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Were children following him? All right, cut it, 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 do a lap with these marbles in you your mouth. You call that a dialect. <laughs> Get in the car. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Good. Caleb, by the well, way, on this podcast, one of my favorite things is to hear him laugh. I, know, like that. I, I know. listen to it I know. for that. I know. Oh, it's Scottish. It's 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 now, Scottish. what did he tell you about what were some of the things that... <laughs> some nuances. How he tried to train you how to speak 
you know, more like a Scottish person. That was amazing, by the way. So, <laughs> wow. Well, there certain I, I, words? I listened, I listened to a lot. I listened yeah. to actually just some, uh, some cartoons, stuff like funny stuff, like you're just talking, you know, like yeah. over the top kind of things. And then you can okay. pull it back to yes. what's actual. That makes sense. And then how to like move your tongue in such a way as to where, you know, we, we you know, uh, you would touch your tongue to, to like the back of your teeth for the, mm. like a certain sound, but right. in hardcore. other parts of the, of the world, they'll make the same type of sound by touching their tongue to the roof of their mouth, mm-hmm. but it's further in the back and it'll give that slightly different sound so that Irish is now distinguished right, from, from Scottish. From Scottish for sure. And I, you know, what's interesting. Yeah. I asked him, what's the hardest accent for you to teach someone? And do you know what he said it was? English. No, just no accent, American. accent to teach an English person, an accent, an American, an accent. What's the hardest dialect Australian. to sound legitimate Chinese. in? No, um, I say Australian. Is it something that would be like, I didn't get your, it. Is it European? Bangladesh. Somewhere in Europe? Uh, it's yes. European. German. No. Papua New Guinean. What? Sri Lankan. No, no. French. Um, oh, oh wait, uh, Swedish. He, he Swedish. told me the top two. Okay. Is Dutch one of them? No. Person from the Netherlands? Here it is. Number one hardest was Welsh. Ah, because you, yeah, yeah. Because they're not from England. What does that sound like? And then he said that the like two English. that are almost um, kind of neck place, and neck Welsh's. for two and three are <laughs> Scottish. Yeah. And, and I think it's because it's so easily, uh, you know, mistaken for Irish and it's right. different and you could tell right, right. So to get to nail it. Scottish yeah. is tough. And then South African. South African. Yeah. South, South African. South Africa. Yeah. Yes. See, so it's not, it's British, but it's not it's British. Not. Have, you ever heard, it's, have you ever heard of Karen Leaf? She talks about the brain. She's from South Africa. Have you heard <laughs> of Karen Leaf? South Africa. And she said, the brain has branches. Each, each uh, <laughs> thought that you have is branches of a tree. That's South Africa. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's they don't a say fun South one. Africa. They say Zidavriga. I went to Bible yeah. college with some people from South Africa, and and you South hear Africa. somebody speaking with that accent, you go, "Hey, you're from South Africa." They're so impressed that you know that, right? That they, you're not like Australian Ir- or British. Because I found that's that right. Irish, like Scottish in the bottle of throat, <laughs> whereas uh, Irish like is Mike more. Myers, I found Scottish. Irish is more in front of the mouth. Hey, oh, yeah, what's your daughter? Front of the mouth. Hey. It's the teeth, yes. and it makes That's you hard. think of the Have Irish, the old Irish Spring commercials oh, right. with the soap and the Oh, did you ever do that with Irish Spring? You you sliced. A piece of the soap. Remember they did that? I in thought the that was a, they sliced the yeah. soap. I would do that when we got Irish. Just to, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it's back so in the day, Kurt. Wow. Come on. I'm opening up we're right dating, now. We're dating ourselves. Wait, we're, we're getting away from it, though. We need to hear the Scottish accent. Please. I've kind of, I, I, I can't compete with what Tim already did. Because no, so great. Mine was very cartoonish. Mine would be like laughed out of Edinburgh. Kirk, you do no. you. You no, do you. Know you. What? It's, and it's actually, it's, it's been uh, almost a year and a half, so I've probably lost a, a lot of the authenticity of it. But I remember there was a part in there where I was telling these kids before we go down into this sinkhole, these teenagers go, wow, you know, you know, what are we going to do? And I was like, I said something like, um, now you got to picture me in a bald head with yeah, a big yeah. beard I, I and, and a sword right in my now. hand. Perfect. And it was, uh, oh, our enemy won't just slather away in the grass and wait for us to, um, I'm trying to remember the line, um, uh, to think that maybe the war is over. Uh, then he strikes and we will be set. Uh, what did I say? Uh, we'll be looking around with stupid looks on our faces asking, where did that come from? Yeah, something that's like that. good. That was good. And something you guys like that. Yeah. on the podcast, but he was mm-hmm. in it. He was doing the moves. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the line. The couch. That it's was legit. amazing. That was probably halfway there. But <laughs> that was legit. That was legit. 
<laughs> Somebody get this guy a robe. Right? Get him. <laughs> that was awesome, man. That was awesome. That Thank was you. Good. That's, and you know, and I bet that, and I've seen actors talk about that. They'll, uh, for a year, they'll study, they'll just study yeah. one dialect. And I'm amazed at like a lot of the, the like Australian actors doing, um, you know, the, they'll do an American accent. You're like, this person's American, but then you hit him on an interview and you're like, yeah. there's no way. Isn't that amazing? I find that most amazing when some, uh, more than yeah. doing a great something accent, right. you know, uh, yep. you know, Singhalese accent or a British accent. When someone pulls off the American accent mm-hmm. and I didn't know it. Yeah, I'm it's like, brilliant. I'm like, uh, how did you do that? Case in point, one of my yeah. favorite, probably the best actor ever, Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. Man, yeah. he can oh, do an accent. Amazing. You think that guy is from there. You, th- you, you buy it. Yep. Totally. Uh, pound for pound, Carol O'Connor. <laughs> Carol O'Connor, best act. No, that's an inside, <laughs> it's an inside family joke. My, my cousin one time, my cousin Darren, <laughs> he, just, he just came out. We we're talking about actors. Somebody goes, all right. Pound for pound, you're not going to find a better actor than Carol O'Connor. Okay. <laughs> I believe you. And we, that, that happened 30 years ago. And we That's still, funny. Pound for pound. Pound for pound. I don't even know what that means. I just went into Arnold Schwarzenegger. You do a good Donald Trump. Oh, Donald, please. Donald Trump, uh, what do you got to do? Just really the, put the, the top lip up into the nostrils. Say, this is Kirk. You're amazing. I just love you so much. You, we're going to have a great time tonight. I'm going to buy you just the best steak you've ever had in your life. Uh, even though, you know, you've probably had some good cuts of meat. You're never going to have one like this. Ever. Ever. That was good. Now, Why didn't you? You only did that Trump bit like I know. Time. I didn't it really was, get a laugh. I was doing Trump as a, as a pastor. But I laughed. Trump is we're gonna bi- We're going to build the biggest church you've ever seen. It's going to be called Trump Jesus. <laughs> a Jesus Trump. We haven't figured out. It's still in the paperwork. That is right. <laughs> Please turn to uh, uh, two Corinthians. Two Corinthians. He did that at Liberty, didn't he? You yeah. know what I found out, though? He did, yes. You know what I found out? What? I was listening to some Audible tapes, right? Books on mm-hmm. tape. And uh, British people... At least many of them yeah. refer to two Corinthians. Two Corinthians. I've one, heard, one Corinthians, yeah. two Corinthians. It's I've not, not uncommon. That's true. And it, I, I understand that, but people in America are going to start doing it now because I did it. <laughs> it's called <laughs> Trump the language. I wish you could see his face right yeah. now. That is you got to look like... <laughs> You gotta look like you just got punched in the face, right in the mouth, and you can't breathe. You can't breathe. Your nose. How do you know? You got to. I love it. It's almost like it's. You know, um, I don't know. We got to do a show, everybody. You're fascinating, man, Kirk. Thank you so much for driving an hour and a half and doing this. Thank you for inviting us. We are so excited about yeah. tonight's show. And well, I brought all my kids. I brought friends. I awesome. brought kid, people from my office. And so everybody, we've got 15 people here. We're stoked. Wow. Good. Good. And you got dressed up, which is nice. Thanks. <laughs> well, you know. I had flip-flops on because I was fishing today, but I put dress shoes on, Kirk, though. Are you still, you, you have to. You, you, you did. And I got, I got, I got, the, I got the, like, the mountain hiking socks wow. to go with my Converse. Okay. I like it. So I really put it. Are I, you still driving the Jeep? You got the Jeep? Yeah. Okay. A, it's a Jeep thing, man. Yeah. You, you, the Wrangler you, you, you never get Nothing rid of the Jeep. Nothing but a Jeep thing, baby. <laughs> You do the wave, like the Jeep wave. It's the it's the peace sign. The peace sign. I found that that's, yeah. that's the most yeah. common. Everybody in the audience, if you don't know, I have a Jeep or a Jeep two or Jeep Wrangler. It can't be a Cherokee. It's got to be Jeep. And yeah. then you drive by somebody else in a Jeep and you give them the, the high sign. Mini Cooper's sign. the same you way. You say hi. But what I'll do is thing. I'll be in another car and I'll still, <laughs> and you'll still give that. I'll be in my truck and I'm waving in a Jeep. Like, okay, I'm not in my Jeep, so I have a Jeep. Wear a shirt. Mm. Uh-huh. Wear a shirt. <laughs> I have a Jeep. Hi. Nothing but a Jeep thing. So uh, so Caleb, let's let's wrap it up, man. Porter potty. What did we learn today? Talk How cool Kirk of, is politics. Yeah, but he didn't do the air. You got to do the the pilot real quick. I just wanted to let you know we're gonna be uh, 
ramming up here just a minute. Thanks so much for coming, Gary King. Oh, I just want to... I've got a loaded gun. Right here. I don't know. I might fire up a couple of rounds. Just get bored. Get bored up here. And I just... That? Uh, yeah, that one. Isn't that great? If you see any terrorists, just uh, come on. It's a $3 billion dollar plane, but we have a sound system that sounds like this. <laughs> we got Gary King. Um, what did we learn? We, uh, we just talked oh, about accents, and we yeah, talked about movies, and movies, uh, and we talked about the country and the state of... Uh, Merge. We had some good things about We, we, we talked about yeah. empathetic speech. speech. Empathetic speech. That is so crazy. That's a real thing. I'm telling you, Google it. It I'm, is. This is the first time that I've heard it's a mm-hmm. real thing, and it, My, it brings... It validated. Yeah. She feel better. My wife told me it happened, and she goes, "Oh yeah, yeah Oprah's talking about that." So it is a real thing. So I felt validated, but she still hates when I do it. Yeah. So let's uh, let's try to stop doing that as a as a nation. I won't. That's <laughs> going to be the first step back. That's on right. Road, <laughs> on the road back. But uh, man, it's great. Um, bless you, man. Great to see bless, you. Bless to, to the family. Um, so you know, I wish uh, Charles could have been here. Your wonderful wife. Me too. We heard. We know she's authentic and she's real, and she's from Buffalo. That's right. So, Tatanka. the home of Perfect. the Buffalo Wild Wings. And they, Is that for and, real? and they do make That's them true. great. Yeah. They do make them That's great there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And they're 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 big. They're yeah. big. They're real there. They're real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're real. That's for real. <laughs> you can tell they're not sponsoring us. For real. <sighs> well, I guess we got to set up for the show. All right. We got a show in 20 minutes. All right, man, Kirk. Thanks. Thanks everybody. Go to uh, at Potty Break on Twitter. <clears throat> I didn't realize that was yeah. you. Yeah, was they're playing videos. <laughs> my, uh, I love that one. That someone broke the oh, video. Is that broke goodness. That was the fun, most fun video I made because I got to dress up like somebody from Kansas. Oh, yeah, wow. buddy. That's a good one. <laughs> that was fun to make. But, hey, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to uh, Potty Break. Go to at Potty Break. Uh, give us some questions and uh, comments. And we got fun things, more fun things in store in the future. So, uh, we out. Bye, people. Thanks for tuning in. We out. We out. Hi, I'm caller four. Did I win the tickets?